We begin the Gemara on the bottom of the Yomad, of Tavdalid, Omid Beis, four lines from the bottom of the page where it says Tanan. So the Gemara is continuing to bring from various places proofs regarding the arguments between Rabbah and Rava. Why does a shliach that delivers a get from Medina Sayyam have to testify Bufana Nichtav, Bufana Nechtav? The conclusion of the Gemara was that everybody agrees to the reason that Rava says, which is that because Ein Eid Metsuyin Lekaimai, witnesses are not available to come and verify their signatures because the get is coming from a big distance, so therefore we have to have the Shliach testify about the validity of the signatures in advance. But Rava adds another reason. He's also concerned about the Lishma of the get. That's, uh, that was the conclusion of the Gemara. So the Gemara now brings from a Mishnah later here in the Masechta. Tanan, the Mishnah later says, Amei get Medina Sayyam. The Shliach brings a get from Medina Sayyam, from Atzeret Yisrael, And he can't. He can't say, he can't testify Now why he can't testify, the Gemara is going to explain in a moment. So what do you do? So if there are witnesses that know the signatures, let them come and verify the signatures, and that's enough. The get will be kosher. So the question was asked about this. What does the Mishnah mean to say when, when it says he can't say, why can't he say? If you're going to say the case here is that he's a deaf mute, so he can't uh, communicate. But the question is, is a deaf mute an individual that could be a shliach, that could deliver a get? Vatnan, we learned in the Mishnah, everybody is kosher to deliver the get. But a or a cotton, which do not have das, they don't have the awareness to be able to become a shliach, so they can't deliver a get. So we can't be speaking about a cheresh. Now, Taisus over here says, why would the Gemara not want to say that we're speaking about the Elaine? Just mute, not deaf mute, but he's mute, but he's still a bardas, he could deliver a get. Taisus says in the Lashon of the Mishnah, it's not mashma so. Okay, it's not 100% clear exactly what Taisus is saying here, but Taisus brings up this question. So the Gemara now explains, so what is the Pshat in the Mishnah when it says, Ve'eni yochel? So Rav Yosef says, What is the case of this Mishnah? The husband gave the get to the shliach when this shliach was still fully normal, sane, and he was able to be a shliach to deliver the get. What happened was, he delivered the get, he gave it to the Isha, and the moment he wanted to say, boom, he lost his uh, senses, or he became deaf-mute, and he can't say anymore anything. That's the Pshat in this Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Going back to what the Mishnah says, according to Rav, the Mishnah is understood. The Mishnah says, if you can't say, so what do you do? Verify the signatures, and that's good enough. So that's understood according to Rav. Our only concern here is about the validity of the signatures. But according to Rav, that said that there's an additional concern that maybe the get was written so that what the Mishnah says is a question, why would it be enough to validate the signatures? That doesn't prove that the get was written lishma. So how could the Mishnah say that that's enough in such a case? Answers the Gemara, you know what this Mishnah here is speaking about? After the situation in Medina Sayyam changed, 
people became more learned and they learned, they know the halacha of the Shema and there's no concern whatsoever that someone may find a get in the garbage and use that get for his, for his own gedishin, as Rashi explained before. People all know the halacha and nobody's going to do this. So the situation changed. And here, after the situation changed, is when the Mishnah said that validating the signatures is good enough. But if that's the case, that now the Shema is not a concern anymore, so Yachal Nami. So if so, in a case where the Shliach is able to say, why should that be necessary? If you have Adim here, and it's possible to validate the signatures, so shouldn't the validation of the signatures be accepted even without testifying which includes also a testimony about Lashma. Why is the mission here saying if then validating the signatures is accepted? If this mission is coming to tell us this halacha, that it's not necessary anymore to, val- to verify the Lashma, you just have to mm-hmm. verify the signatures. So then in any situation, you should always say that uh, you don't need that Eidus about Lashma. Answers the Gemara, no. Even after they learned the halacha, the Xayda, Shema Yachze the Chacham did not uproot this Takana completely because they said it may go back to the way it was before. The fact is that in Medina Sayyam there aren't proper yeshivas and there aren't proper batidinim. So, yeah, there was a time period when this Mishnah was written that people knew the halacha, but because it's, it is Medina Sayyam, where the infrastructure is not there for learning, so it may go back to the way it was before, so Chachamim left the Takana in place. So, if, so the question is, comes back. So if they did leave the Takana in place, so even in a case where the person now can't speak and he can't say why would it be enough just to validate the signatures? Answers the Gemara, no, this case is different. What this mission is saying is, Pikeyach, as we explained before, this case is talking about a Mishnah where the Shliach was fully sane. And right after he gave the get is when he became a deaf mute and he can't talk anymore. Such a kind of case, this is very uncommon to happen. For such a kind of uncommon case, the fact that Chachamim left their Takana in place does not apply over here. An ordinary case of a Shliach delivering a get. Chachamim left their takana in place, even though now people may know the halacha because they're concerned that it could shamiyach zedavol akukulay, and the place can actually say that this concern of shamiyach zedavol akukulay happened. Today, the average person we don't consider the average person to know the halacha of lishma. Okay, but in a, a, in a case which is uncommon, so for that I say over here the takana does not apply, and therefore if he can't say it's enough just to validate the signatures. So now, you're telling me this new concept that in situations of, of a get being delivered, which is very uncommon, that, that in such a case, the get, you do not have to say, but if so, but if so, what's if the wife herself, she delivers her own get, and the husband tells her, you deliver your get, but you're not divorced yet. You're not divorced until you bring the get to Eretz Yisrael. That's not a common thing. Tanan, and regarding such a case, it says in the Mishnah, the wife herself can deliver her get. But the only thing is, she, she has to say, she has to testify about the get that it was written and then signed in front of her, just like anybody else. But the question is, in uncommon cases, you just said the Takana does not apply. 
Answers the Gemara, no, they still applied it in such a case. They don't want to start making distinctions between a get that's being delivered in one way or another because then it's going to become confusing. So Rashi explains, in every case of a get being delivered, they still apply the Takana. The case that we mentioned before about when any yachal, when a person can't talk, so over there, the point is not that they did not apply their Takana. The Takana would apply, but he just can't talk. So there's no option. There's no option of fulfilling the Takana. So over there, the verification of the signatures are good enough. But the Gemara asks from another scenario, but if so, Baal Nami, how about the husband himself? You're telling me that we don't want to make any distinctions in how the get is being delivered. You always have to testify before and before and So how about if the husband himself delivers the get from Chutz Laretz? Why did we learn in Abraisa? The husband himself delivers his get. He does not have to testify that it was written and signed in front of him. Why not? Why shouldn't we say, don't make any distinctions. However, the get is delivered, even if he himself brings it, he should have to say. Answers the Gemara, no, no, the husband is different. Time, what was the reason that Chachamim said? That you must testify that the get was written and signed properly, and even Lishma, or we, we, we have this gzeda of Shama Yachsa Kula, and you have to say testimony about this get. The concern is that the husband may come and challenge the validity of the get. That's really what our concern is about. And the Mufarshim say that here you see that. The concern we speak about before in the Gemara, even according to Rabbah, about the get being written Shalai Lishma, it's not really a concern about the Shalai Lishma itself. And even according to Rashi, at least at this point in the Gemara, perhaps over here, once it's Lamdu already and it's just Shemayachs and Kuloi, so at this point everybody will agree that we're not really concerned anymore about the kashrus of the get itself. What are we concerned about at this point? We're concerned that the husband may come and challenge the get. The husband may show up and say, this get was written Shalai Lishma. That's the, really what the Takana now is all about. If that's what it is, but hashte, but now, minkat nokat lebi yode, if the husband himself is holding the get in his hands, he's bringing it, he's bringing it to give to the Isha. Vir'uri So are we afraid that anybody's going to challenge the validity of this get? Why should we be afraid of such a thing? So therefore, in such a case, there's no reason in the first place to say, going back now to the Machlaikis of Rabbe and Rava. So here, let's, let's bring a raya from the following Shaila that was asked. Shmuel asked a question from Ravuna, two people that deliver a get. From Medina Sayam, from overseas. So this was mentioned before in the Gemara, a situation where you have two shluchim. So the Braise says, So these shluchim, even though they're two, they also have to, oh, so this is asked, asked actually as a question. Do they have to testify that it was written and signed in front of us? Or perhaps because there are two, so they don't have to. Amalei, so Ravona answered, because there are two, they don't have to testify anything. And he added a svarah. Now that you have two here, these two are believed to come and tell us that this woman was divorced some, some other time. You don't even need a get. They can just come and testify that she was divorced and they would be believed to say that. So for sure, they're believed to bring this get and we don't have to additionally have them testify about That was the conclusion. So if you want to ask, okay, 
According to Rav, we understand if the whole concern is about the validity of the signatures. So once you have two aid in here, so there's no reason to verify anything further. But Rabbe, according to Rabbe, Kashir, this is still a this is a problem because according to Rabbe, there's another concern that the get may have been written Shalaylishma. It doesn't make a difference if it's one, two, or ten people that are delivering the get. If there's a concern that people may not know the halacha, or there's exaded that people may not know the halacha, so then what, the, the get is written Shalaylishma. There's a problem. So again, the Gemara goes through the whole thing again. So the Gemara here says, Over here, when we say that once two deliver the get, there's no other issue. It's speaking about once people learn, people know the halach of the Shema. So there's no reason to verify anything further once there's two Adem. But if that's the case, So then why wouldn't we say the same thing even if one person is delivering the get? If one person is delivering the get, and you're going to have to say that the Gemara's question over here is, in a situation where the only thing that we're trying to figure out is the validity of the, uh, of the, of the uh, Lashma or not, but the validity of the signatures is not an issue, let's say the get is being brought within the same country, so, but this, so, so in such a case, even by one, I should say that besides the validity of the signatures, there's nothing else to find out about. So why are we saying that only in a case when two bring the get? Answers the Gemara, like we said before, Gzeda, Shemiyachzer, Dovol Lekokulai. They still kept the Gzeda in place to verify the Lushma of the Get, because it may return to the way it was before. So again, the Gemara goes through this. Ihachi, if so, Beitrei Nami, let's say the same thing if two bring the, the, the Get. Why don't we keep the Gzeda in place there as well to verify the Lushma of the Get? Answers the Gemara, Beitrei Demai, Segite, Milsud Leshchiche, two Shluchim delivering a Get is very unusual. There's no reason to have two shluchim to deliver a get. Because it's an uncommon thing. So here, the gzayt of the Rabbanon does not apply. A woman delivering her own get, and she's not divorced with it yet, until she brings it to Eretz Yisrael. And so that's, that's uncommon. And the Mishnah later says, A woman could bring her own get. She does have to testify that the get was written and signed in front of her, even though it's an uncommon thing. Again, the Gemara answers, We don't want to make a distinction between one shlichus and another. If so, when it comes to the husband himself, Tanya, what did we learn regarding the husband himself? Who That he does not have to testify that it was written and signed in front of him. Why not? We don't want to make any distinctions. So Taisa says that this water that the Gemara says that we don't want to make a distinction means we don't make a distinction when there's one person delivering a get. When two are delivering a get, that's not called a distinction. That's a totally different thing. Two. Two shluchim are delivering a get. Over there, you talk, don't have to say, but for one, we don't want to make a distinction. So why for the husband are we making this distinction that he does not have to say Answer to Gemara, like we said before, time. Why do you have to testify that it was written and signed in front of you? We're concerned that the husband may come along and challenge the validity of the get. So we want to preempt that. We want to have the get verified in advance so he shouldn't cause any problems. If the husband himself is holding the get and delivering it on his own, should we be concerned that he would come and challenge the validity of the get? Why would he do such a thing? He himself is delivering the get. So therefore, he doesn't have to say. 
Toshima, another another brisa, a raya to the argument of Rabbe and Rabbe. Why do you have to say So the brisa says, I maybe get the Medina Sayam. The Shliach delivered the get from Medina Sayam, the law, and he gave it to the woman. And he forgot, he didn't testify that it was written and signed in front of him. So what happens now? So if the get was verified, if the signatures were verified, then the get is kosher, even though they did not say But if the signatures were not verified, puzzle. Then the get's going to be puzzle. And the Braise continues and says, it should be said about this halacha that you must say This requirement or this takana to say was not here as a stringency, meaning in addition to the verification of the signatures. That you would think that even after you verify the signatures, in addition, you still have to testify, the shliach still has to testify that it was written and signed in front of him. That's not what it was said for. It's actually only, only as a leniency. If you did not verify the signatures, so then you have the takana that the shliach must say But once you verify the signatures, there's no reason for the shliach to testify about anything. That's the brayse. Says the Gemara, according to Rave, this brayse is perfectly understood. The brayse is saying that the main thing we're focusing on is the signatures. Once you verify the signatures, there's nothing else to be machmed about. But according to Rabbe, this is a problem because according to Rabbe, even after the signatures are verified, Rabbe before said that even if two would bring, it doesn't matter. There's an additional concern of Shaloy Lishma. Right? So why over here aren't we saying that there's an additional Chumrah of Shaloy Lishma? So again, the Gemara answers, like we said before, Hocha Bemayaskina. What is this Brahisa speaking about? Lacha Shalomdu. The Shema is not a concern anymore because people have learned the halacha of, about, about Lishma. Didn't we say, Chachamim kept the Takana in place because it may go back to the way it was before, that people will not know the Halacha of Lishma. So even after they learned, the Halacha is still kept in place. And says the Gemara, here, what this Brahis is speaking about is, Keshenisis. This woman received her get, and the signatures were verified. They did not say, but the signatures were verified, and she went and got married. So yes, even though Chachamim kept their takana in place, and they were machmer about this, but not once she already got married to someone else. Once she got married, in such a case, I say that because of this gzeda, we're not going to tell her to leave her new marriage. Back to Gemara, how does that fit into the words of the Braise? Yihachi, if so, what did the Braise say? Hevei, it should be said, that the testimony of is not considered to be a stringency after they already validated the signatures, it's only a leniency if they did not validate the signatures, only then they have to testify. That's what the Braises says. Asks the Gemara, but now you're saying different. Now you're saying that the only reason we do not keep our Takana in place is because she got married, so we don't force her to leave her marriage. But otherwise, we would be machmer, that even after the signatures were verified, you still have to say the funer to So it, that's not what the Braise says. So the Gemara answers, no, we could put this into the words of the Braise. This is how you read the Braise. If you would think 
that we should take this takana of a fanarikta of a so far. We should be so stringent about this that we would even force her to leave her new marriage. So on this, the Brayse says, it was said, we're not to this extent to cause her to leave her marriage. It's only to be makal in the beginning. The point of the takana was that she shouldn't need to rely on Adim to verify the signatures. But we can rely on the one shliach to testify. But if that shliach did not testify, and we verified the signatures, and she already got married, so we're not going to force her to leave the marriage. Even though there's really a, another takani here, that and people may not know the halacha of lishma, but once she's married, we're, we're not concerned about that. And the Gemara explains why. Time and my, what's the whole reason right now that there could be a concern over here? The husband may show up, and he may challenge the get and say that it's possible. And if the husband shows up and challenges the get and says it's possible, so then you're going to be forced to uh, to kasher the get. You're going to have to be you're going to be forced to, to prove that it's kasher. The husband's going to come and say the get was written shalay lishma. What are you going to do now? And the shliach did not testify in advance about this right. In other words, what the gemara is saying is at this point we're not really concerned about the shalay lishma of the get itself because we already established it's la'acha shalongu. People know the halacha. Chachamim though said, that because people may not know the halacha, it, it may return to that situation, so therefore Chacham was still concerned. What was their concern though? They basically said that the, that the husband, that the original takana, that the husband may show up and challenge the validity of the get, that they kept in place. So if so, over here in this case, hashta, now she went and got married, and the husband did not show up. Even after she got married, the husband didn't show up to challenge the kashas of the get. We should be stringent and, and sort of take the place of the husband and be ma'arer and challenge and say, well, this get may be possible and even after she got married, she should have to leave her marriage. There's no reason to say that. The fact is now people know the halacha. So we know that the get was written lishma. So there's no reason for us to passel this get on that basis if the get was already ver- the signatures were verified, and we know really that the get was written lishma at this point. Okay, so now the Gemara brings that really this argument of Rabbi and Rava beplukte the Rabbi Yechinen and Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Rabbi and Rava arguing in the same achleikis that Rabbi Yechinen and Rabbi Shua ben Levi once argued about chadomar because one of them said like Rabbi lefishem bekiin lishma. That the point here is that people may not know the Allah of Lishma. And the Khadama and one of them said that the reason is that you may have to verify the signatures and you won't have the Adam available to verify them. Exactly the Machlaikis of Rabban Rabbah. Says the Gemara Tistayim, let us prove that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, Hudama, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, he's the one that said, that you have to verify the kashas of the get for the fact that it was written Lishma. Because here's what happened. Rab Shimon Bar Abba Aisi Gitele Kamei the Rabbi Shua Ben Levi. Rab Shimon Bar Abba was a shliach. He delivered a get from Medina Sayam and he brought it in front of Rabbi Shua Ben Levi. Vamalei and he asked Rabbi Shua Ben Levi, "Tzrichne lemeima b'fanu nechta b'fanu nechtam oiloi? Do I have to testify about this get that it was written and signed in front of me or not?" Vamalei loy tzriches. So he told him, "No, it's not necessary." This whole takana uh, was only in earlier generations. Then people didn't know the Allah of Lishma. But in later generations, the Bikin Lishma, where people know the Allah of Lishma, so it's not necessary anymore to testify this. 
In other words, he didn't hold of any additional gzeda after that. Once people learned the halacha, Rabbi Shubham Levi said it's not necessary to testify anymore about the kashras of the lishma of the get. So to stayim, this is a clear raya that Rabbi Shubham Levi was the one that said that the reason is for the lishma. But the Gemara asks him this, with his could this be true? Rashi here actually says that really there's no reason to be guided as the word v'tizbere. Usually v'tizbere would mean that we're going to refute what we just said. But the Gemara is not really refuting 100% what it just said. The fact that Rabbi Shua ben Levi was the one that was concerned about l'shma, that's clear. But the Gemara has another question on this. And what's the question? We proved before that even the Rabbah, the opinion that says that the reason to say is because we need to verify that the get was written l'shma, but he also agrees to what Rabbah says that you have to verify the signatures. So if so, how could Rabbi Shua ben Levi tell Rabbi Shimon bar Abba that came to, and delivered a get, now everyone knows the Allah of l'shma, so there's no reason to testify anymore. What's with the signatures? For that you still have to testify. Another question, what happened to the point we said before? That even after the people learned the halacha, but we said that Chachamim kept the takana in place, does Rabbi Shua ben Levi disagree with that? Ella says the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon bar Abba, the truth is, Rabbi Shimon bar did not deliver this get from Chutz Laretz alone. There was a second shliach that was along with him. Two shluchim came and delivered the get. But now when two shluchim delivered the get, so then, as far as the signatures is concerned, you don't have to say because of that, as we learned before already, you have two edim. And also, the we learned before, does not apply when you have two, because it's an uncommon thing. And the Gemara explains, the fact that in the story before, it doesn't mention the fact that he came with a second shliach. The reason is, because of the honor of Rab Shimon, so he was such a prominent person, so to say that he came together with another person to make him equal to someone else, it doesn't want to put the story that way. He was the one that was really sort of carrying the whole uh, get and the whole responsibility. The other person came along with him, so it's not mentioned, but that's the story that happened. He came together with another shliach. Impossible, right? He would for sure do that. Okay, now the Gemara comes back to something that was mentioned before on Dav Gimel, when you give the get, when the Shliach delivers the get and gives it to the Isha, in front of how many people does he have to give it? We learned the Machlekes about this. In front of how many people does he have to give her the get? Rabbi Yechelen and Rabbi Chanina argued about this. One opinion was, it has to be given in front of two Eidim. Another opinion is, has to be given in front of three, which is a Bezdin. Says the Gemara, I'll prove to you that Rabbi Yechen was the one that said that two is enough. The Rabbi Yechenu brought, delivered a get in front of Rabbi Yechenin. Rabbi Yechenin told him, Go and give the get to the Isha in front of two, in front of Eidim. That's it. So what do we, and you'll say to the two people that the get was written and signed in front of me. So to stay, this is a clear eye that Ab is the one that said that the get has to be given in front of two, not three. Now, Gemara suggests, Lame, shall we say, that the argument here, whether it should be given in front of two or three, they're arguing in the same achleikis of why. What are you saying when you testify the argument of Rabbah and Rabbah? 
The man, the one that says that it's enough to give it in front of two kosovar, he says, his opinion is, the only concern we have of here is to verify that the get was written lishma. So for that, it's enough to give it in front of two. You don't need a bezdin for that. As long as the shliach testifies in front of two edim, and then later if the husband will come and make any problems, we have two edim that know that this person testified that the get was written lishma. So that would be enough. There's no reason for a bezdin here. But the one that says that it has to be given in front of three, a bezde, and the reason is kasavar, he holds that the problem is that we have to verify the signatures. And because we don't have the Adim here. And so Rashi explains when you verify signatures, that's what's called a kiyum, a verification of this document. And the halacha by any verification of a document is, as the Gemara says in Ksubis, it must be done with a bezde. So that's why you're verifying the signatures of the get, you need a bezde. The Gemara doesn't accept this explanation for a few reasons. Could you explain the Machlaikas this way? Before, in the story brought before here, what did we prove? That Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Omar lefi be'eshein b'kiyon l'shma. So before, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yechenen were arguing about why you have to say And we proved that Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi says the reason is because people don't know the Allah of l'shma. So if that's the case, so we know that Rabbi Yechenen, which argued with him, Omar, he said, that the reason is because we need to verify the signatures because the Edom are not around. Now, if so, over here, if you're saying that the opinion that says that you have to verify the signatures, you must have a Bezdin for that, like every verification of a document. So how would Rabbi Yechenen be the one to say that two, saying it in front of two Edom without a Bezdin would be good enough? But wait, another question, as we said already before, Harabe is later of it. Rabbi that says that the reason is that, the, that we have to verify the Lushma, but he also agrees to what Rabbi said, that we have to verify the signatures. So everybody agrees. Everybody should agree that you need a Bezdin to verify the signatures. So what is the explanation of the argument, whether you need three or only two? Allah suggests, Everybody agrees that the reason over here is and you must verify the signatures because the Edim are not around. But for Hocha, the argument over here is as follows. This shliach is delivering the get. He also becomes the aid to testify about the validity of the get. But now the question is, just like I say that the shliach can be the aid, do I say further that the aid nasetayin? Maybe this shliach himself could serve as the third judge. Now you have two Edim and he's going to be the third. That's what they're arguing about. The one that says that two people are enough. So his opinion is, just like the shliach can testify about this get, so, so too, this shliach himself, which is the aid, is also one of the three which serves as a dayan for the validity of the, of the get. You need a, a bezdin to validate the signature, so he's going to be one of the dayanim as well. But a man gimel. The opinion that says that you must have three besides the shliach, kesavar, he holds, shliach, nasa eight. Yes, the shliach is the one that testifies. He becomes an eight. But ve'en eight nasa dayim. An eight cannot be one of the three for the verification of the signatures. Okay, but the Gemara asks on this explanation, but v'akayim alon, we know in the Gemara Ksubis that the halacha is that be'edirabbona, when it comes to a matter which is only midrabbona, like over here, we're dealing with a takana of b'fane nichta, b'fane nechta, which is an institution midrabbona. So in such a case, the halacha is the eid nasa dayin, that an eid can become a dayin. 
Only minatayra, when you need a, a bezdem minatayra, Rashi gives the example, let's say by Kiddush HaChadosh, so then the A that's testifying about seeing the new moon, he can't be part of the bezdem that's Makadash to Chadosh. But over here, Midrabanan, it could. Everybody agrees to that. So this can't be the basis of their argument. Ella says the Gemara, Hocha, Bahoka, Miflugi. So rather here, the argument is as follows. The Marasovar, one opinion over here is, Kivin the Isha, Kshayra Lavi get. Even a woman could deliver her own get. So Zimnin the Maisile, it's possibly the woman will deliver the get. The Samchi Allah, and we're going to rely now on this woman to be part of the Bezdin, whether the, the Isha herself that's getting divorced or any woman that delivers this get that we're going to rely on her being part of this Bezdin, and we can't rely on an Isha to be part of this Bezdin. The Isha could say Eidos, that's a special leniency regarding testifying that even an Isha that's usually possible Eidos could be an Eid to testify. But we don't carry that leniency further to say that she could be part of this Bezdin. We're verifying a document, and for that you need a proper Bezdin. So therefore, we're, we, we're never going to allow the shliach to be part of the bezdin because then people may come to say that even in a case where the shliach is a puzzle for a bezdin, will also be used for the bezdin, and that's a problem. But the idach, the other opinion, argues and says, no, it's Rabbi Yechen, he says, Isha made the yadi. If it's a woman that's delivering the get, everybody knows that a woman cannot be used as part of a bezdin. People are not going to come to rely on her. But in a regular case where you have a regular shliach that's kosher to be part of the bezdin over there, you could have two people and combine the shliach to the bezdin. Over there, it's not a problem. Tanya We learned in the Braise, like Rabbi Yechenin's opinion, that two is enough to say in front of them, the Braise really discusses a different aspect of this halacha, but in the Braise we see, like Rabbi Yechenin said, a person brings the get from overseas, and he gave it to the Isha, and he forgot to testify that it was written and signed in front of him. What happens now? Now this woman went and got married. So before we had a Braise that said, well, if you verify the signature, that's good enough. But what if you cannot verify the signature? So what happens now? She went and got married, and she maybe even had children. Yoitzi, the new husband, has to let her go. Vavlad Mamzer. And the child is even going to be a mamzer because the previous get is not a valid get. So she got married. She's an ashes ish, and she got married to another person, and the children are mamzerim. That's the halacha of a woman that gives birth while she's married, while she's an ashes ish. This is Rabmeir's opinion. So very stringent about this. The child will not be a mamzer because there's something to do about this. Kate said, "Yasa, so what do you do now?" Let the shliach take the get back from the isha, and let him give it to her again, in front of two people, and let him say now, and then uh, everything is good, so she could, uh, she could uh, be married to this person. That's the machlekes here. Okay? Now, here in the Lashon of this price, it clearly said, like Rabbi Yechim has said, that you only need two and not a third. Okay, but now the Gemara asks on this Braise itself, now why is Rav so stringent about this? Because the Shliach, originally, when he gave the get, he did not testify that it was written and signed in front of him. Is that enough of a reason to say that now we say that this woman has to leave her marriage and the children will be mamzerim? The Shliach may be here now, and the Shliach is saying, let me just say right now, I'll say it now. Why do we say that that's too late? 
We know the fact is that the get was written and signed in front of him if he says it now. So why does Rabbi Meir say, because he didn't say it before, you can't correct it anymore, that's it, the children of Amzadim. Says the Gemara in, yes, Rabbi Meir is very stringent about this, because Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir follows his reasoning that he said elsewhere, the Omar of Amnuna, Mishmei Dole, Rabbi Amnuna said in the name of Ule, Oime Hoye Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir would say, Kola Mishana, Mimadbeya, Shetov HaChachamim Begitin, Anybody that changes from the way Chachamim established a get should be given and the testimony has to be, the way it has to be said, and it has to be said, Dafka, when you give the get, Yaitzi v'avad mamzer. So you, the get wasn't done the way Chachamim wanted, so then the get is not valid, and therefore if, she, if she's married to someone else, yes, she has to leave him, and the children born are mamzerim. So this is the special stringency that I may have said about this to this extent. But according to the Chachamim, you could still correct this. There's still, even after the fact, you could still take back the get and, and, and do it over again. Okay.